0: Built on a 2019 model is not going to work in 2023. 2019 solutions do not work for 2023 problems. Giving has changed. Volunteerism has changed. People's anxiety levels have changed. If you have a child who is in 1st through 6th grade as we speak, they spend 2 to 3 years in a Zoom room. They don't want to be in a room full of a 100 people. You'll go further to say, anybody under 34 has no experience of the church doing anything for them. Notice the direction. Not what are they doing for us, what are we doing for them. All young people know, Is September 11th. Barack Obama followed with the response of Donald Trump. The housing crisis in 2008, which if it didn't affect them, it certainly affected most of their friends. And now gun violence. The people who are coming in the doors today have no experience of a 1950s church with people packed to the rims in Sunday school every Sunday. Or even the church having a place in society. In the 1950s, friends, We came to church for our weekly news. This is where we found out what was happening in the community. We've got 30 other news outlets now. You know, in the Gun violence dialogue that was held in August on the Presbyterian Outlook article by the same name, there were a few free phrases repeated throughout that magazine and throughout that article. Eloquent non-action. Can't hide behind not being controversial. Unchurched Christian nationalism. That's a term. Unchurched Christian nationalism. The writers paired the rise of gun violence with the end of American Christianity. Friends, the louder our silence, the more visible people's backs. The world thirsts. The world is looking for the Moseses in our midst that dare to do the unthinkable with the impossible. Bread from heaven and water coursing from rock formations, removing our hearts of stone for love alone, says the most favorite hymn we love to sing. The world needs the devotion of people and leaders and you who are willing to put their shoulders to the wheel to help pull the world out of the muck. Parents and teachers healers and counselors, rulers and politicians, writers and pastors, leaders who can step out in the anxiety and control the dial of the entire atmosphere. The world out there, church, wants to be a part of a people working together to change the direction of the Titanic rather than merely rearranging the chairs on it. If you want to go back to Egypt, fine. But going backwards, trying to resurrect a past doesn't quite work. They made a movie about it, and I think they're re releasing it this month, and it's called Pet Cemetery. It's based on a book by Stephen King. When people's pets die, they go and bury them in the Pet Cemetery, and the next day they come back alive, except they're not quite right. Manna lasts only a day. The bread from the past has gone bad. The most formative event in the life of the Israelites is the Exodus. Because it was the wandering in the wilderness that fashioned them into a people, gave them an identity. It took 40 years, took a generation of folks to be gone before they were able to make the break. It came to me this week, and I asked you this question Have you ever wondered that the story of Exodus is also the story of us, the church? I mean, this really hit me this week that this exercise we call church is really just us wandering in the wilderness since Christ came, and the first time we're still trying to get it right. Roger Nishioka, the associate pastor or associate professor of Christian education at Columbia Seminary, he might have gotten a promotion. It's Marvin's Alma Martyr. He tells the story of his family who was living in Southern California when Franklin Roosevelt authorized the relocation and internment of Japanese Americans after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Roger's grandmother, a woman thorough in her domesticity, always providing for her family, did not have an opportunity to gather any clothing or, more importantly, food to take with them. This was an abomination to her. Not really realizing the scope of what was happening during the transport of to the train station, the grandmother continually lamented that she had not been able to bring any food to feed her family, having no idea when they were going to be able to eat again. As they were boarding the train to go to the internment camp, Roger's grandmother saw two white women, two Christians, standing on the platform Handing out a sandwich and a piece of fruit to each family. Because some people called friends chose not to conform to hate and racism, Roger is alive today, all because of a piece of fruit and a sandwich. Church, where are we being called to satisfy need? Where is the need? There's a big old sign out front. Where is the church being called today to satisfy need? Not your need church, the world outside the church. No complaining. Time to start encouraging. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review this podcast so that we can reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ. To support our ministry, go to www.haddonfieldprez.org and click on the Give tab at the top of the page. Grace and peace be with you.